Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. Hey, welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Uh, this is a very special episode. We have a very special guest with us this week, Allison Chinchar, a meteorologist with CNN. Welcome, Allison. And Allison, we have so many connections to you as the Anchor Moms group. Um, some of us have worked with you in years past and have crossed paths with you and your husband. Um, so first of all, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do, your family, all of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hi, ladies. Um, so yes, it is. It's very weird because this business, even if you don't know someone directly, you seem to kind of know at least several people through that whole six degrees of separation type thing. Um, yes, I am a meteorologist uh, with CNN and Headline News. Um, we do weather for both um, and occasionally with CNN International. Um, I've been working there for five years now, uh, which is crazy. Um it's kind of one of those businesses where you just move around. Um, I'm lucky that at least for now, because my husband is also in the business, that we have found jobs in the same city, which wasn't always the case. I think we were together for seven years uh, in this business before we actually found jobs in the same city, which is crazy, but that's how it works. Um, I have a five-year-old son uh, with my husband who is just now starting kindergarten uh, oh. during COVID, which <laughs> is the weirdest thing ever. Um, but, you know, the good news is when he's starting fresh like that, he has no idea that it, it should be any different to him. <laughs> this, this seems normal. So, but yeah, so we've just started that um, during peak hurricane season, which is adding just another element, uh, especially since my husband is also a meteorologist. So we are crazy busy this time of year. And to throw a COVID kindergarten into the mix is just a little bit of an added factor. But yeah, that's a little bit about me. I've been in the business for probably about 12 years now total. Wow. And so Allison and I, you guys worked together back in Chattanooga, Tennessee, like 10 years ago, um, <laughs> which seems crazy, but it was wonderful to work with you back then. And we've both gone to different stations uh, since then. And you, we just found out, actually used to work with Ingrid's husband as well. <laughs> very, very briefly in Atlanta. And I think the bigger connection is for those of for those listeners who don't know, is your husband is Mike Bettis from the Weather Channel, who used to be the chief meteorologist here in Asheville, North Carolina, at the station that the Anchor Moms currently work at, WLOS. This is so, like that Kevin Bacon so, saying. What is that? It's like the six yeah. degrees of Kevin Bacon or the 12 degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like there's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. We are just connected to you in so many ways. So we're so glad to have you on. Um, so first of all, talk to us a little bit about, and you kind of mentioned it, you know, You've got a kid at home starting kindergarten, and it's crazy weather time, and you and your husband are both meteorologists. How do you juggle all of it at the same time? 
Right. So one thing that does help, my husband used to, and both of us really, for that matter, we both used to travel to cover weather. Um, that's, you know, one thing and, and, and far distances that's, you know, we both work for networks. So a national network, so they will pretty much send you anywhere versus when you work in local, that's what helped me when I worked in local TV in Atlanta was you knew you could at least get home the same day, regardless of where you traveled, because it was still close to you. That's different now. But my husband and I, we, we kind of made this agreement that once our son would start school, uh, he would not travel anymore for hurricanes so that that would at least help us a little bit. So the good news is, yes, we work. We both work seven days a week, 24-7 if they need us, but at least we're still working in the same city, and that, and that does help a little bit. Um, with CNN, we typically don't send as many people out. Uh, they tend to send reporters to go cover it, and then the weather staff stays in-house. In uh, normally, I would say in-studio, although half of us are working from home right now, but you get the whole point. So we usually get sent out for winter storms, which is nice. So it's kind of like my husband will get sent out for tornadoes or flooding, and then I may end up getting sent out for winter storms, but we don't typically get sent for the same thing. So that does help at least, you know, a little bit. Um, our schedules are also opposite. I work um, basically four tens. So I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and my husband works Monday through Friday. So the only two days that we really overlap are Thursdays and Fridays, and we do get a babysitter to kind of help, you know, during that time frame. Um, right now, she's a babysitter slash teacher um, mm -hmm. since we're having to do the school from home. Uh, but otherwise, it, it, we've made it work, and you know, it, it's tough. I mean, you guys, you, we're all in the same business. You know what it's like. You can get called in. There's, th you know, typically three or maybe even four different shifts in television. So, you know, the shifts tend to overlap. This isn't a normal job of nine to five. Um, although it, to some degree, it's actually easier than if both of us worked nine to five because we don't always overlap entirely with our schedules. So that does help. Um, but yeah, during hurricane season, it can get crazy. Last week, um, I think I saw my husband maybe overlap by about a half hour um, because <gasps> I was- The whole week? The whole week, yeah, because we both worked weekends. Now, weekends are normal for me, but they're not for him. But he ended up getting called in for the weekends. Um, and so, yeah, for about, I would say, seven, seven days straight, we would see each other. He would come home from work as I was going to bed. And we would basically say, hi, honey, how was your day? Good. Okay, great. See you tomorrow. And that was pretty much about it. We did that for about seven days because I tend to work the morning shift and he tends to work the later shift. Because there was a massive wow. hurricane last week, Hurricane yeah. Laura, um, if listeners are, are listening a little bit later. Um, so it, so are you working from home or, or are you going into the studio? What, what's your, are you splitting that? What are you doing? Yeah, so right now our protocol, at least with CNN and Headline News, is we only go in for the big events. Um, so for, you know, again, and even though we all know Marco didn't end up being a huge deal, you don't always know that six days ahead of time. So there's also that prep time of where you're working nonstop in the lead up to the storm. So that also contributed. That was why we had such a long stretch there because it was both Marco and Laura. Um, but right now I would say I have been back into the studio, I think eight days. I think I've been back in the studio for eight days total since March. Okay. Um, wow. so not many. Um, it typically just, it, it has to be for 
to big events. And normally during these big events, we would double staff our weather people. So there's two meteorologists on staff 24 seven. And then there's a third one who can handle all of the digital aspects of the job. So they'll keep up with blogs, they'll keep up with any digital stories. And then the other two focus on air. Right now there's only one person on there that goes into studio. The other works from home, and then the digital person also works from home. So we still have the same amount of staff, but we're just trying to keep as many people out of the building as we can. For my husband, it's quite the opposite. When it's hurricanes, it's all hands on deck. So they will, obviously they send people out to the storm, but they also bring as many people into the studio as they possibly can. So talk about some of the challenges about, you know, we know what it's like from a local perspective to work from home, but what about when you're working for CNN or Headline News? Talk about what it's, what it's been like to be doing weather from your house. Do you have an in-home studio or what's it like? Yeah, so the toughest part is we do for three networks. So I technically work for my salary is triple paid. It's it's or it's it's a third paid by each network, I guess I should say. So CNN pays a third, Headline News pays a third, and CNN International pays a third. So because of that, and we're all like that, but because of that, you have to work for all three networks. The toughest part is I have three phones at my desk. One is my camera. One is my audio, basically when I call into a control room, which is how I can then hear the TV shows. And then the other one is my standby. That's the one I used to text the producers or text my weather producer and get information. But in some circumstances, I'm actually dialed into two because the toughest part is if I have a hit, let's say it. 8.01 for CNN, 8.05 for headline news, and 8.09 for CNN International. That's where it gets tough because you have to really time yourself to make sure that you don't miss them. And that backup phone becomes the second control room's number so that I can switch out easily. Um, so that that's probably the toughest part is bouncing back and forth. Now, I would like to say that doesn't normally happen. Under normal circumstances, they all kind of pick their slot. Um, you guys would be familiar with this, but we um, TV is broken down in blocks. So typically we will do the A block, which is the first block uh, of the hour for one network. Then at the half hour, often called the D block, we would do it for another network. And then like things like that. So under normal circumstances, they learn to spread everything out a little bit and make it easier on us. But if there's a hurricane, if there's a severe weather outbreak, if there's anything like that, all that's off. Um, at that point, it just becomes we need you all at the same time. And they basically just take it's about four minutes for me to close down the app that we use for video and power it back up for a different source. So they have to be oh. at least four minutes apart in order for us to get everything set. But yeah, I mean, it, it can get it can get pretty crazy there at times, um, especially when they're back to back. But honestly, you at this point, I mean, back in April, it certainly frazzled me to do that. But now we've almost I mean, it's sad to say, because we've been doing this for so long. And now you've almost kind of have a routine with it. Mm -hmm. Do you have a green like screen or just the monitor? It's just a monitor. So I have a TV screen that's behind me that we can upload some things into. We've learned that it doesn't it doesn't really like video. Um, so some of the things that play out too long, it doesn't like that. But it's fine. That's where you work out that you just have the TV station take those graphics full. So again, it's, it's working out all of those kinks. I mean, we're all like this. Even if you don't work in TV, doing your job from home is clearly a lot different than it's ever been. So it's finding out what works and what doesn't work. And the things that don't work, you figure out an alternative way to do it. Yeah. What was the transition like for you going from local news to network news? Was that pretty crazy? You know, do you ever kind of miss that local feel or do you do you love it to do it at the network level? It's both. 
there are aspects I miss about local and aspects I, I never want to go back to local. <laughs> I mean, there's, <laughs> it, there's, there's both. I mean, the one nice thing is um, we are staffed 24 seven. There is always at least one person, if not two staffed in the building. So, I mean, Ingrid will know this when you have breaking weather, um, like a tornado outbreak or a hurricane or even a huge winter storm, everybody's there and your shift is no longer eight hours. Your shift often becomes 12 hours or you sleep at the station because you've got big stories. That's not how it works at, 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 like in a bigger setup. You, when your eight hours is done, you can go home. There is another person, if not two or three, that are there right after you. Um, and I worked briefly for the Weather Channel too, so I uh, did that for a couple of years. So it's the same there. Again, because they're so fully staffed of people who do the same job you do that yeah, when your shift is done, your shift is done. Now, I mean, if you're a nerd or a news junkie, sometimes if there are big stories, you just you kind of want to stay at least a little bit. And and for the most part, you can. No one's going to tell you no, but you're also not going to be put to work. You're there at that point just because you want to be there and you want to, you know, to a certain extent, like follow the story through. You want to see what happens uh, with something you've been covering for hours, if not days. Um, but oh, I'm yeah, so jealous. Yeah, that, that's probably the biggest perk, um, hands down, the biggest perk um, of not doing local. But there are some things you miss. Um, I am at a much higher risk of mispronouncing a town name because I'm right. learning new ones every single day. Whereas when you work in local, yeah, maybe the first couple of weeks you're on the job, you have to learn all of that. But then it sticks and you're not adding new ones and new ones and new ones from here on out because of this we could be covering um, flooding in Mississippi to a blizzard in Ohio to a hurricane in Florida. You're learning new cities all the time because the weather constantly changes. So, yeah, I, mean, I would say I average probably four new cities a year that I completely botch on how they are. <laughs> and that happens every year because, again, weather happens in different places. I will say this from a from a weather nerd standpoint. Um, you know, my degree is in meteorology. This That's my passion. The coolest part about working where I do work, I mean, it was great when I worked at the Weather Channel because you you get to meet with experts who know what they're, they're dealing with, people who have PhDs in weather and you learn things. But working for CNN International has actually been the coolest part of my job because you learn about weather phenomenon that happen in other places that literally don't happen here. So you never even really learned about them and you're seeing them happen in real time um, in other places. Uh, there is a lake in Australia. So most continents have, when it rains, all the water flows into rivers, creeks, and streams, and eventually back out into an ocean somewhere. It's, it's how it works. Except in Australia, they don't have a river basin system like most other continents do. And so when they get really heavy rains in this one area of Australia, this lake just fills up. And it could be it could happen twice a year. It could happen every four years. It's nothing regular. It literally just depends on the weather. But no matter when it fills up, it's called Lake Eyre, E-Y-R-E, all of these animals, birds, things that come from thousands of miles away just know that it's filled up and they show up within a day or two of it being filled. And it's stuff like that that, I mean, we don't have that in the United States. Like stuff like that is just yeah. so fascinating to me that I never would have learned until I came and worked for CNN International. So again, there are definitely pros and cons to both, but it's definitely some fascinating aspects. Anchor Moms is brought to you by Wilderness at the Smokies, the Smokies' largest water park resort. Get out of the house and into the wilderness. So clearly you have the knowledge um, in the background. I think people who watch TV, just a typical viewer, aren't quite sure 
if you actually know what you're talking about when you're a pretty girl on TV, right? Obviously, we know that you're a very educated, very educated woman. But my question to you is, do you have a producer? Do you have anyone who's helping you make these graphics or do your forecast at all? Yes. And that, that took some, that took some getting used to, because when you work in local TV, you, you make your own forecast, you make your own graphics. I mean, you pretty much are your own person. You make everything. Um, and I, we don't do that anymore. Now, one thing of working in cable is you, you aren't hyper forecasting. Um, so that, I mean, that had tends, for example, a snowstorm that would be moving to the Northeast. We are not getting super specific and saying Worcester, Massachusetts is going to get exactly this many inches of snow. It's kind of just Western Massachusetts is going to get four to six inches. Boston may get two. You're generalizing a lot more because you're broadcasting to so many other people and you want to make sure that you hit as many of them as possible. But no, um, I would say probably it took me almost two years. The first two years I worked for either the Weather Channel or CNN getting used to someone else making my graphics because I found myself going in and just kind of tweaking and nitpicking things that they would do. Um, not in a mean way of just, it's just, it's how I was used to having things look and it, it takes time. Um, and I think they're used to that for most of those producers. They're used to getting people who come from local TV, so they know that. But you also have to realize that that's their job and they are so much better at knowing the geography of everything. Uh, they know what cities, you know, for example, I've never been to Iowa in my entire life. Um, I don't know what are the biggest cities population wise. I know I've heard of Des Moines. I, I know there's a few others that I've heard of, but you don't often know like, okay, what has a bigger population? That's their job to know that. And they've been trained for that. So it makes it easier if they're going to make the map, they know what cities to put on the map. They know those kind of things. So, um, and oddly now, um, my weather producer Haley is truly my best friend. Um, I'm a oh, bridesmaid really? in her wedding. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, Aww. we've worked with each other for years now. So, because you're working basically with each other side by side, she works the same shift I work. So, you're, I mean, you're literally working with them nonstop whenever you do. So, you do have that friendship that kind of forms. And that, I will say this, it's nice. And we've all been there before. Technology is not flawless. It sometimes breaks. It sometimes stops working. And what's great is you have that relationship where she knows she can tell by the inflection of my voice or how I do things that something has gone wrong and they can fix it on the spot. I can't tell you how many times I've been standing in a chroma key and the graphics stop advancing or I'm even work from home and my internet goes out and I can't see anything. Um, and she can pick up on the fly and make it to where a viewer at home would have absolutely no idea that anything went wrong. So that is a huge perk of having somebody like that to help. Mm, jealous again. <laughs> <laughs> Alton, you came, you know, I was the one who was friends with you before, but I feel like Ingrid is now going to be your new BFF. <laughs> you guys have this like amazing weather bond going on, the meteorologist uh, connection there, um, which is so fun. Hey, Ingrid, we needed to bring a meteorologist on for you. This is really nice. Nice. This really welcome. needed to happen. You're welcome, Ingrid. Make me realize um, how Allison, hard I'm working. Yeah, we, we know you're working hard. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Allison, talk about being a mom. You said you have a five-year-old son. You work weekends. How do you balance all of that in addition to having a spouse that's also in the business? And so oddly, I actually spend more time with my child than I do with my husband um, because we work yeah, we opposite shifts. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it is what it is. You know, what's interesting is he, he gets that. He actually finds um, my husband. My birthday is this Friday. So we both actually Happy took. Happy birthday. Um, we both Yay! actually took this Friday off. And we were telling my son, he's like, so who gets to watch me Friday? And we said, oh, no, both mommy and daddy, we're, we're off. And he goes, 
what? He's, I mean, he's shocked when we both actually have the same day off because it never happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I love my schedule. I actually really like working four days on and three days off. It was even more important when I used to commute, um, but you know, a little bit less now, but it's because, I mean, we've all been there. You know, you, you may have an eight hour shift that doesn't really last eight. It could last nine. It could last 10 because you either get stuck at work or you get stuck in traffic or you remember on your way home. Oh, shoot. I forgot to go to the grocery store. All these things that end up piling up and your eight hours that you plan to be gone turns into nine or 10 or even longer. So I, I just I like having those three days off so that I can get as much done as possible. So that doesn't bother me as much on the days that I do work. But those three days during the week, Monday through Wednesday, like those are for me and my son. And I love that. Um, you know, he used to, I mean, used to get everything done when he would be at, you know, like preschool, which obviously, you know, we're, we're work from home now, so you have to adjust, but I, I like it. I like having, it's, we call them man girl days, um, <laughs> we get to have man girl days, uh, where we just, we, we just kind of hang out and I love that. And I, I think it's also fun for us to have that time together where my husband's not there because then the boys have man days on weekends when I work long shifts and he gets that one-on-one -on -one time with each of us that I think he kind of appreciates. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it is a fine balance and it's, it's probably a harder balance with my husband because, uh, you know, even without hurricanes, there are weeks sometimes where his schedule changes or my schedule changes. You know, if somebody's out, you're filling in for a coworker here and there, they're on vacation or they're sick. And so your schedules shift. And there are times where I, uh, it's again, you see your significant other for a half hour as they're leaving and you're walking in or vice versa. And yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough, but you just try to make as much time as you possibly can. Um, you know, we're lucky that kids need more sleep than adults do. So, you know, we <laughs> usually have under normal circumstances, we have that hour or two after he goes down for bed um, where he and I can actually kind of connect and, and regroup on the day um, as best we can. Uh, sometimes it's less, you know, if I've got to work a super early shift, but just trying to make that time um, each day, uh, you know, that's, 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 I mean, that's all we can do, especially now. Although I've seen my boys now more during COVID than I have before, just because before. we're all working at home. Yeah. So, so what is it like being married to Mike Bettis? I mean, is, is, does he, <laughs> does he ever do, or do you, do you criticize each other's forecasts? Um, do you guys ever butt heads or are you, are you on the same page? Um, do you build each other up? I mean, what's that like to be uh, in the all house of the above. With <laughs> All of the above. I mean, it's, I mean, it is nice. Like when you have a weird weather story and you're trying to figure something out to have something, somebody you can bounce ideas off of and say, what do you think about this? Like, do I mean, during hurricanes, we do it all the time of like, do you really think Margo's going to hit east of Laura or do you think Laura's going to, I mean, we do that all the time, but we also get into tips because, um, you know, for viewers at home, there is, um, all of the names for the hurricanes come with pronunciations next to them given by the National Hurricane Center. There was a little bit of controversy with this last one because apparently they switched the pronunciation. In January when they issued the list, Laura was supposed to be pronounced Laura. But then sometime in May they switched the pronunciation and now it said Laura. And so there was a lot of controversy of how do people pronounce it? What do we do? And my husband and I were on opposite sides of that. And so you kind of, I mean, it, it sounds like such a small quibble to go back and forth, but you do, you have those little moments where, um, yes, where, where both being in the business probably is not a good thing. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, honestly, it's fine. It's been great. Um, I will admit when I worked for, I worked for the Weather Channel for about two years. 
that that was a bit tough because you're you're not only seeing your husband at home, but you now you're seeing your husband at work. And we did yeah. actually on one instance work on the same show. And oh, really? as, as much as it was it was nice and it was probably great for the viewer, it, it happened once and it only happened once. <laughs> <laughs> I think realized it was just for us, I mean for the viewer it probably seemed different, but I think for us we felt awkward tossing to each other. Um, yeah. We don't ever call each other by our given names when we're at home. We either use nicknames or it's babe or hey, you know, sweetie, things like that. So it felt awkward for us for him to be like, Allison, um, tell me more about this. It, it, you know, those <laughs> kind of things that felt awkward for us. And I think for us, it made us feel uncomfortable to where we just didn't really want to do it again. So it happened once and only once. And that was it. Um, and then I got the full time job at CNN. So then that kind of took over and that eased, you know, I don't want to say a burden, but it just it made it a little bit easier there. So, but yes, there are times, you know, if we both get sent out to storms, um, that it is tough. We've had to call in reinforcements, um, grandparents, aunts, um, you know, my aunt from uh, Tucson will sometimes fly in to help take care of our son or my, my parents will come in from North Carolina. They live in Charlotte. So, you know, th those kind of things you sometimes have to deal with when you both get sent out. Um, but overall, I mean, I think it is nice having that sympathy. I've heard the same thing from people who work in television who maybe their significant other is, you know, a first responder or a doctor or somebody that's used to working holidays, working weekends, working weird shifts. Um, my mother to this day still will ask me every year, um, sweet, um, so is this, are they going to give you Christmas off this year? I don't know, mom. They've got to figure that out. But you had to work it last year. And I was like, well, yes, that's, yes, somebody has to work it every and how year. And how do you not know six months in advance if you're working on Christmas? I mean, that just is right. absurd. I, I mean, I will say this, at least being out of local, um, one perk there is I don't have to confuse her with sweeps and ratings months. That was always oh, yes. yes. They would take a vacation every May and she could never understand why. But you worked last May. How come they won't give you this May off? It's, so, this, so again, and that's my mother, someone who, you know, has been with me since I've been in the business exactly. from the they very beginning. He just don't really my understand. Husband. He does. Yeah, and I, I think I, that helps. I have another question kind of weather related because, you know, as a young meteorologist, a lot of, um, folks will storm chase, uh, tornadoes, or go into hurricanes, um, which is really putting your life at risk, right? As a meteorologist, as a broadcaster. So since you've become a mom now, and you realize the gravity of what if something happens to me or to your husband, I don't know if there's anything that's happened in the past, um, there have been any close calls, or if you think about these things for future storms, as a mom, how has that changed the way that you uh, do your job? Yeah, so my husband had a really close call. Um, it's all over YouTube. It doesn't take much to search it out. Um, but he was actually uh, tornado chasing. Um, and it happened to be um, the El Reno tornado, which is one of the largest tornadoes in recorded history. Um, but it had what's called satellite tornadoes. So you have the main tornado, and then you have these little skinny ones that will pop out on the side. And he got hit by a satellite tornado. They, they were focused on the main one, um, really just trying to chase that. And, and that's where their eyes were. That's where they were focused on. And, and honestly, that's where a lot of people can get hurt or killed if they don't see the satellite ones. Or for a lot of people, especially newbies, they don't even know something like that even exists. They don't even know that that can happen. And they got hit by a satellite tornado and it flipped their car. Um, it, there was two, it was two cars, two vehicles that they were riding when both of them, one got swept off the side of the road and their vehicle literally got picked up in the tornado and flipped and rolled, landed oh on the ground, rolled <clears throat> some more. 
Yeah, um, that, that's why I mentioned the video. Um, the cameraman that was sitting in the back seat, the camera got pulled from his hands and landed on the ground. And oddly, um, what, I, don't, I, I don't know whether you want to call it God, fate, whatever, um, the camera landed in the way that you could literally watch the car come back down to the ground and continue to roll. And the camera caught everything just how, because of the angle at which it landed on the ground. Um, my husband struggled after that for a while. Um, now, we did not have uh, our son at that point. We were freshly married, but that was it. We didn't have uh, a kid. I wasn't even pregnant at that point. Um, but even then, I think he realized like he didn't really want to do a lot of that stuff anymore. Um, so my husband, for now, will cover blizzards, which I don't want to say are not serious, but they tend to be the less serious of most of the other things that he would have been sent out for in the past. So hurricanes, tornadoes, um, wildfires, and blizzards. Of those, blizzards tend to be on the lower scale of that. So he will still go be sent out for that. Otherwise, it's mostly aftermath coverage. He will go after the fact and cover because he just doesn't really want to put himself in that position anymore. I think it really got to him when that first one happened. Um, for me, um, it, I mean, I've been sent to hurricanes, I've been sent to cover a lot of stuff, um, but I don't anymore, and that's, that's part of my job. We only really get sent to like winter storms, maybe an occasional wildfire, and that's about it. Um, so that does help. I think if it were different, if we were in the position where we were being sent to those, I do think we probably would second guess ourselves and probably scale back a little bit. My husband already has scaled back, um, as I mentioned earlier, um, by not being sent out to hurricanes. Um, now, most of that was because our son dealing with school and trying to get all of that. But there was the aspect of just not wanting to put himself in the same position that he had put himself in for the El Reno tornado. So yes, I mean, we've learned to scale back in our, you know, in what we do with our job because we have a child, um, but while still maintaining what we love to do, which is cover the weather. But I think for a lot of parents, it's that fine balance of being able to keep doing what you love without actually putting yourself in too much danger um, to make sure you come home to said child or children. Yeah. Well, I have one more question. Um, so we've now confirmed all of these connections with you. Mike used to work at WLOS. Now you know the Anchor Moms. So when are you going to make the move? You guys can come back to Asheville and join us at our station here. Wouldn't that be fun? I, I have to be honest with you. The only downfall with that is there's only one station in Asheville. I think we learned from the one time working at the Weather Channel, we don't want to work at the same station. So it would be a little bit different if there were multiple stations. Um, and I have to admit, we've you know what's interesting is we aren't really a fan of living in the South. Um, we both grew up in the North. And well, don't get me wrong, mm. not one of us misses shoveling snow out of our driveway. Um, I think we miss having actual seasons. We have both said that before. In Atlanta, it's hot and less hot. Those are the only two seasons. <laughs> we yeah. And and we do miss that. So don't don't get me wrong. We are open to moving, um, but it would have to be in a city that had more than one station so that we could we could okay. and not actually work together. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just come for a visit then. We'll take you that for a work. visit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you are an inspiration well, to a lot of moms who are listening. I mean, you are, we can turn on CNN, HLN, watch you, and now know that you're also homeschooling your kindergartner. That's yeah. a pretty amazing thing. Yeah, although I would say I would much rather do um, kindergarten and the high school, the parents that are having to homeschool yeah. and help their kids with physics and calculus. I, I took that in college. I'm done. I don't want to do it again. It's, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would much rather do kindergarten than high school. Shapes and numbers and colors, we can we can do those. Yeah, right? the alphabet, <laughs> no problem. Yeah. 
Allison, it was so nice to have you on and to chat with you and to reconnect with you. Um, thank you so much for joining us. And I know our listeners um, loved hearing kind of your perspective, hearing hearing things from the network level. They get a lot of local news from Ingrid and Katie and I, our perspective, but it's, it's nice to kind of hear it from a different perspective. And also that cool connection that you're married to another meteorologist. It's crazy. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. This was fun, ladies. I enjoyed it. All right. Have a great one. And thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Anchor Moms, the the podcast. podcast. Thanks for listening.